Welcome back, folks. Uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here, and I'm going to check. Okay. I like to watch Dylan when the beat drops. You were a little late on the beat drop there with your hand motion. It's all right. Bang! <laughs> My name's Dave. Welcome to Too Much Dip 8. Bang! That second one, man. Every time. I'm here with Dylan. You already heard from him. Very happy to be here, despite my Golden Knights falling in Game 1, Western Conference Finals. You're getting right into puck talk, man. Right I'm just saying, I'm, I'm glad to be here, despite the disappointment of last right. night. Save that, save that Fuego take. Okay, okay. <laughs> He's very disappointed. You know what else has a great beat drop? There's a new song by DJ Khaled featuring Drake. It's called Popstar. Really good beat drop in the first, uh, like, 30 seconds in. Check it out. Yeah, I thought the same thing when I heard it for the first time, like, a month ago. Is it? Is it a month uh, old? <laughs> uh, that might be unfair. It probably is. Most things are to doing. I'm, I'm not, like, er, like early on music guy, so I, I it doesn't matter to me. That's why we like you. Okay. We've got Micah here. Micah Weiner. Hi. Hi. Hi, David. Hi, KJ. Hi, Dylan. What up? It's great We're to be here with you guys. Swallowing that microphone. This is, uh, this is how I do it. It really is. As uh, H for sports that Dylan is when we start this, Micah and his microphone may have a similar uh, relationship. We get a little quality time. <laughs> it's like the horny report, like right off the rip. Yes, it is like that. Well, thanks for coming, well, Micah. Well, it's just happy Labor Day to you guys. Happy yeah. Labor Day. You know, there I'm are a lot of working men and women that are listening to this pod, and we appreciate them. Absolutely. We appreciate their business. We salute their service. They wake up, go to work, go home, go back to work. I respect that. I salute their service as long as they salute ours. Meaning, like, dude, you guys got up and, and talked to your friends on a microphone, like on Labor Day. We're, we're the real heroes, like you said we, at the beginning of Circling Back. You know, I just, I don't, I don't mean to gas, we don't need to be gassed up, but I think give credit where it's due, and it's due right here. <laughs> That's very true. KJ's in the building. For sure. Every time. Always. I am uh, here prideful. Yeah, yeah, that's a bunch of throwaway words there. Yeah, I noticed that hat that I haven't seen you wear before. Oh, man, you know. You were wearing it. I was today. just cycling through the options, and I was like, you know what? It's I'll a, go with the 1-0 and o hat. It's a Mustang. I'll just rock the, the victory hat. I'm Pony here. up. Bang! Bang! It's good! Our Bobcats <laughs> lost, and that's what you're going to. I'm giving credit. I'm all about giving credit today. It's all Credit right. Monday. <laughs> okay. Credit due to the Ponies. They one and, are 1-0. and o. They are one of my favorite teams. I'm a Dallas guy, even though I, I couldn't even sniff F SMU Law. I think I got waitlisted. That might be generous, though. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I root for them. I like Shane Bouchel. I don't mind losing to them, even if they did look really, really bad. You root for them over your Bobcats? Huh? Over your Bobcats you root for them? No, not okay. over the Bobcats, although I did have a significant amount of money on the Cats, who easily covered. I got it at 24. I mean, I had that was crazy. very, very mild interest in that game. I, I watched it, a, a little bit of it, and uh, – I couldn't say I was too disappointed in the outcome of the game because it's Texas State. SMU is a good football team. At least they were last year. Yeah. So uh, you We know. are this year. We're undefeated. Well, we're waiting to find that out. Yeah. They look good. The state receivers, though, you think you made a, a comment about oh it. God. Oh, my gosh. I don't know where those guys came from. They, we're going to get into that. This, <laughs> some bigger time schools missed on them. You know, they made a couple plays. We'll give them. That. Uh, they did. Uh, that might. That honestly might be the highlight of the year. But yeah, um, we'll get into that later. Before we do that, make sure you follow Too Much Dip on Twitter. That's Dip with two P's on Twitter. Too Much Dip on Twitter. Also, we are on Instagram. Did you see that? I did. Yeah, I follow it. Too Much Dip podcast on Instagram. 
Check us out. Reels coming soon. We're going to just make Micah do the power plant reels. What do you think about that? I, What's Boo Boo think about she, that? She has uh, no thoughts on that. Good. She's not producing the show. Power well, plant it is. Uh, we, we shall see. It's, power plant. We're not there yet. The okay. electricity hasn't been ramped up Well, we yet. got the you know football season can't get here soon enough. Well, it's here. It is here. You know what else is here? Subscribe and leave a review season. Please do so if you have not already. It's the lifeblood of our pod. We're available anywhere pods are sold. Five stars only. We'll start reading reviews again if you guys if you guys leave some heat in the reviews. It's also not a bad idea to share this with a friend. Yes. Who enjoys a family pods. member, even a coworker. Yeah. Perfect time. New season, you know, they're looking for something to do. They're finally shipping their kids back off to school. And uh, you know, give them something to listen to in the car. Had a sure. very Obama-like delivery on that. Uh, say, uh, yeah. And uh, give them something to listen to the car. That is uh, not true. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> good. We're doing Obama. He's got to be I one of the him. easiest presidents to imitate. Yeah. Why are you insulting our imi- That's like a no, backhanded just, compliment. It's just a very recognizable tone and Got to start somewhere here. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's distinctive. It's like uh, the car uh, coming around the NASCAR track, and it's like you hear the engine, and it goes by. All Two right, everybody, <laughs> everybody imitate their favorite president, Dylan Go. <laughs> I'm not ready to go there, but Obama's easy. You don't have an FDR impersonation? Uh, too much dip. <laughs> uh, it's a good sports podcast. They, they talk sports. Was George Wallace a president? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. need my receivers to get separation now, separation tomorrow, <laughs> separation forever. Wow. I think we can just end the podcast. <laughs> We're never going to do anything better Why than did that. You tie, how did you tie it to sports? Like We didn't plan this. It's not on the run sheet. Oh, I Mike, don't know. Micah, who's your favorite president? Just let the people know. Uh, it's Lyndon Baines Johnson. LBJ. LBJ, also what they used to call you, LBJ. <laughs> you popped Randy on that one. <laughs> LBJ. I like that. No, what, LBJ. Why'd they, he's a why'd they call you that, by Texas the way? guy. Uh, also, 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 former Bobcat. Down former for the Bobcat. count. Probably next to George Strait, probably our most favorite famous alumni. Mm. Yeah, and then Alexis. Alexis T. She's definitely up there. Yeah. I would she's say on the, she's on the Mount Rushmore of Texas. More State. people have seen her than the other two combined. Uh, fair, very fair. Let me throw in Kyle Park, also from my oh. famed bowling class. So my bowling class: Jeez. Kyle Park, Alexis Texas, and the D Man Leander's own. That's a that's a trio right there. I mean, look at that. I did see. So Kyle Park used to, if you guys don't know who Kyle Park is, he's like a, a Texas singer-songwriter. Klein's buddy, by the way. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, I will withhold any further comment on. Uh, okay. Well, let me say this. Um, very, very nice dude in college. He played our parties on a number of occasions. I saw him a couple years ago at a South By event. I think you might have been with me. I ran into him, and I, I, I was – this is me. This is ego. I thought that he would remember me. He didn't. Mm, I said, time. what's up? He, he was nice. He gave me the time of day, but he clearly didn't remember me. And then looking back, I'm like, yeah, of course he didn't remember me. Why, why would he fucking remember some dude from a decade ago who only saw him when everybody was drunk at parties? I mean, all those days, you know, opening up for people at Gillies, he just met too many fans, I guess. Nothing wrong with Gillies. <laughs> I'll leave him alone. Was he wearing a puffy vest? And <laughs> I don't know. That's Josh Abbott's the best guy, okay. isn't he? Okay. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe now. 
You guys want to do some puck I was talk? I say, there's some Texas country talk off the top for you. We could do more. <laughs> no, we're not, we're no. not doing the, the meat smoking thing. We're good. Nobody smoked any meat, so we're not smoking yeah. any bitch. Thank you for that update. But we can just do more Texas country. I'm interested by the LBJ thing. He did escalate <laughs> the Vietnam War significantly. That's true. Um, he, uh, he, he passed a lot of important legislation, though. I liked his, uh, his general demeanor. Uh, he also had a nickname for his penis. That's right. And uh, he liked a shower to to have pressure that he liked extreme pressure coming out of his shower. Like prodigy. <laughs> these are your these are your favorite things about him. No, I just I just like that he was kind of a bully. I'm I'm into he was into getting things done, and I appreciate that. And carrying I, a big stick. And carrying a big stick, big and stick I believe policy. You know, not to get you know into Cuckville here. I think that we could have. Uh, we would be better off if we had more pragmatic leaders in our country. Well, I just Googled LBJ penis name. And uh, do you know what it is? I, I don't recall off the top of my head. but So you know the fun fact that he did have a nickname for his units. The, the Bobcat? A Warhol Polio? It's George Strait. No, I don't know what it is. I, couldn't, I didn't click into the article, and in fact, I probably just ruined my search history for many years to come and somehow my reels on instagram is going to reflect this search and <laughs> just going to be just going to be a dong party just presidential ridges just from there best, on best, out. <laughs> best best presidential pieces oh let's do those sports mount fuckmore he, yeah sorry. you know i don't <laughs> okay what no i i'll answer Did i he not I, wear underwear the answer to this question is he used to call his his unit Jumbo. Okay. Jumbo. Jumbo. And he Bold. did refer to um, years ago audio surface of Johnson demanding that a tailor alter his pants so that they could accommodate his balls, which drooped down near, in Johnson's words, quote, his bunghole. His balls was hot. Jeez. Why do we know so much about this? The uh, De- classification is really yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Freedom of Information Act passed during the Johnson administration. That's true. And then look at it now. We all know. Did he pass Your boy that loves for you. He wanted people just to know so people Jumbo. would know he is, just has like a huge piece. <laughs> it's pretty good foresight. You want to talk some puck? Let's talk sports. Turn it up. I, before we start, I'd just like oh, to, okay. to oh, I have a go. stat. Okay. Uh, I checked today. I've now produced 393 episodes of Backdoor Cover, and and now this is the eighth episode of Too Much Dip. That's a lot of sports podcasts. This is the first time in any of those that I've ever started a show. Our first topic is hockey, so let's get to the puck talk. How do you how, how do you know that's true? I, I I checked the I went back and listened to the other 393 episodes. <laughs> you didn't though. Backdoor Cover, including the one we dropped today with Brad Key and I. Does this include the ones where uh, I was? Oh one, yeah, one of the hosts. Yeah, you're okay. one. You're part of those 393. Okay. Long yeah, history. Fair. I'm gonna tepidly uh, hit the challenge button here. Did we not start with hockey one day because we had too much basketball when Luca hit his three? I thought we did this like last week or two weeks ago. Okay, I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> made mistakes before. But we did hit a lot of barbecue before that, so we'll, yeah. We'll, so technically, yeah, technically, uh, you're right. You're, you're right. You're, Thank you. Smoke something, bitch. Was on the rundown. You had a smoke screen, if you will. Um. So Friday night, or I guess Friday afternoon on the USA channel, 3 o'clock, Stars in the coveted 3 p.m. primetime position. We had a game seven. We had Stars Avs. We don't have to get – everybody knows what happened. It was the most exciting moment of my sports career from the last two years, I would say. Mm. Uh, You know what? 
Even more, okay, you know what? More so than the Lucas shot. Because the Lucas shot, it was like just to tie it up. This was a game seven. Mm -hmm. NHL playoffs, second round. It doesn't get any better. Um, And, of course, that set up uh, what is now being dubbed uh, a house divided, podcast divided. We got Golden Knights. We got Dallas Stars. We do. It's 1-0 Dallas Stars. Dylan, I don't know your thoughts, but you gave us a few early on. You want to opine a little bit? Yeah, um, as I explained during Circling Back, I, uh, I watched most of the third period only, and that's because I promised Parks I'd watch a movie with him last night. Cute as shit. I get it. But that's why I didn't watch the whole game. So you're not a real one. Um, so I tuned in. It was already 1-0. And um, so I, I, I just I watched not much action of the game, so I can't comment too much on the actual play. Huh. But, uh, yeah, look, we're down, we're down 1-0. This seems a little convenient. But you did seven watch. Seven-game series. You did watch some of the Golden Knights series against Vancouver, right? Oh, I watched lots of and it. And they had, from what I understand, I didn't watch any of it, they had way more defensive battles than the Stars have engaged, like, to this point. So, with a 1-0 yeah. lead, I was like, well, I watched, uh, Vegas has got this. I watched the end of, uh, the third period of uh, Game 7, mm-hmm. uh, Canucks, Golden Knights. Yeah. When they just... Ripped off like three at the very end. Zero there. to zero up until what, like six minutes left or something. An open netter, I believe. Yeah. Um. So that was a good series. Um. Th- look, it's a seven game series. That's right. We uh, we're not we're not going to panic yet, but we we got to get one. So last night, so you 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 if you tuned in in the third, then you saw the the Golden Knights' best period by far. Yes. Because yeah. yeah. they were they were awful in they, the first. They were two. moving the puck around. They were sluggish. The stars looked. Stars were buzzing mm-hmm. with a B, a capital B. That, uh, I <laughs> Jamie Ben was on a, on a mission. I caught some Twitter highlights, some Twitter commentary about the game, and, and a lot of it was about how the Golden Knights just looked tired. They did. And then they, they picked it up, and they shots on goal. They, they started to catch up with the Stars near the end of the game. So um, Stars were playing a physical game. What's the dude's name that's sitting out that was suspended? Ryan Reeves. Ryan Reeves. He's he, the yeah, noted he's, enforcer of the Golden the, Knights. He's the thumper, yeah. But he's back game two, right? He'll be back game yeah. two. He's back game two. I imagine he'll come out, make his presence felt early, probably take a run on, uh, I don't know, Miro or Tyler, somebody. Looks somebody like, of significance. Yeah. But this was this was very nerve-wracking. The 1-0 game, which the Stars haven't had one of those in forever because they've been scoring so many goals. Yep. All their games have been bar, barn Lex. burners. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's not something they did in the regular season. They didn't score goals. Um, so all I could think of, because I have, like, this um, Dallas sports fan, so I have, like, this negative mindset is, like, we have to win this game because we have looked – we are the better team through two periods, and if we lose this, it will be demoralizing because we have been so much better. We've outshot them, uh, everything, outchecked yeah. them. Yeah. And shout-out to my guy. Top five name to yell around the house and have your wife think you're a weirdo. Hugh Dolbin! <laughs> um, Stood I, on his head, kind of. A, a not-so-fun part in all this is that I follow and am friends with just a ton of Dallas mm-hmm. people. And there were some people chirping at me a little bit last night on Twitter. And if I don't respond, some because I didn't see it or, or I'm, like, mad at you, mm. I, I just don't. I don't handle shit talk that well all the time. And so I like to just ignore it so I don't get into it with people. Uh I saw you even chirped at me too, Dave. A little bit. That's okay. I was I was mainly chirping at the Golden Knights Twitter. Feed. It's not it's not great. Absolute been, garbage. I've been, follow, I've been following them since the playoffs started, and it's just super corny stuff. It's like it's like whoever runs it was notified like a month before they were given that job, and they just absorbed as much like you know like viral Twitter content yeah. as they could to catch up. And they're, they try to fit all of it in. It's it's not good. But um, yeah, I, I don't I don't. I don't handle shit talk super well all the time. 
and so I, don't, I, I like to just. I'm the same dogs. way. I yeah. don't really like engaging in that. Like, and I did. I tried to be classy during the Av series, um, and some people in the Discord might dispute that. They, they were. Chir- <laughs> I was getting chirped at, and I don't chirp back. I, I hopped in. I threw in a, f- a few memes, the Leo meme, my new favorite meme where he's holding the little glass of brandy or whatever, and he's got oh, yeah. that s- Django Unchained, yeah. That face. I don't know why. <laughs> that, oh, no, no, I that's think, uh, that from the newer me. one. That's from Hollywood, I think uh, whatever, whatever. The main takeaway for myself in all this is that I am I have become enough of a like legitimate Golden Knights fan that this stuff is like it actually gets to me. You know what I mean? I appreciate it's shocking that. I'm happy me. that that's the case. Yeah. Like, I, nobody wants uh, you know, half ass fan where it's like, oh, hey, I'm yeah, a fan, I, but it doesn't really matter. I like no legit, deal, I'm guys. like emotionally invested in what's going on in the ice, which is for me, this is a, a pretty new development. I mean, I watched them a, a couple years ago when they actually made the Stanley Cup finals mm-hmm. and I was I was into it, but more so now, I'm I'm feeling it. I respect that. I think it got the fever, Dave. It uh <laughs> it says a lot to catch the fever. See, you know, the thrashing that you know, I won't name any names, but Fans of the Avalanche may have endured and lost a bet about. Um, huh. But then see that happen and then walk into this matchup knowing that you're heavily favored and then see a 1-0 game like that and be like, you know what? I got it. Everybody's picking the Knights. Everybody. The only one seat left in the in the tourney. And on paper, they are a very good team. They're good. Who's the guy I fear most? That, uh, Theodore. Oh, Shea Theodore. That dude's sick. That guy can dangle, Dave. More of an Alvin guy. He had a okay. he had a goal in the Canucks series. I think it was game six or seven. Game six or seven. It was absolutely outstanding. And for me, a novice to notice that it was as good as it was. A novice or novice? Novice. You say novice? Novice. I don't really know. I think you can say it both ways. Micah, what's say I've you? You've been mighty quiet novice. during the hockey segment. I'm a novice guy. I've only heard it that way. It's definitely novice. Okay. In Italy, I think they just say Novice. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, I, I taught Parks the, hey, I'm walking over here. I'm walking here. And it's like his favorite thing to say now. I'll get him to do it for y'all Can you get him a velour jumpsuit yeah. before Halloween? Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> the gold chain. <laughs> hey. Okay. Anyway, it, um, I'm, I'm strapped in for a fun series, Dave. Uh, we didn't even talk about the tweet. Um, yeah. We, Randy, if Carol you got Baskin it, can you one? throw it up? Yeah, I just want to put it up just for the record. Oh, look at shout-out Noam This has Powell been the Carol Baskin of starts so far. That's from the official Golden Knights what does that Twitter mean? account. Objectively, like – It's, like, shitty and bad. You can't – you that just can't – Carol Baskin. Your, brand, your, your team, your brand, your anything cannot do a, a Tiger King reference in September. <laughs> no one is doing that. She did, to be fair, she did become relevant again because of the Dancing with the Stars. No thing. one's watching. They're, they're think, running. They're well, running. Well, it her hasn't back. started yet. But and I think. I, I think. Still, I, I'm sorry no, to interrupt no, you. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I think that the chances are Carol Baskin may win over America's Heart during, Jesus. during the, uh, uh, don't during know. Dancing with the Stars. So I, I think that this tweet looks worse now that we, now that Carol is uh, on national television. You're saying television. it will be inaccurate because she'll, you know, that would then be a positive uh, reference. Look, after she that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's a shit tweet. I think that's what the angle they were taking. They must have had something else that was something with the stars, and then they're looping in Carol Baskin, which unequivocally, uh, unequivocally, is not just there. not just because it's late, but it's just not what you want from a brand to like start referencing someone that widely people think committed murder. Like, right? Eh. I noticed that Randy has a, a notification there. That's big for you, big for your brand. Let's see it. Can we look yeah, at it live on, on the air? Click that. Hit it, Randy. <laughs> Oh, oh, what? Okay. <laughs> I, I, I wish I wish you hadn't clicked on that. You got to follow 
by someone recently. That's good. This will only enhance his, his followers. He just immediately got off oh, that screen. Goodness gracious. Oh, man. Um, yeah, yeah. The NHL seems to be pretty good at social media, at least some of the individual teams. Yeah. yeah. Stars have a great social media person. I think overall the Golden Knights do, but that was just a huge miss. Huge yeah. L. They're, they're, it's a pretty lame. It's hard to take two L's in one night, but they did last night. Yeah. Fair. What do you anything else on that, Dylan? <laughs> no. What do you, what's your predict? Uh that's what we're calling it now. Um before last night I would have said uh Golden Knights and six, much like you said about your stars. But I'll say Golden Knights and seven now. It's a good team, man. Nobody wants to talk about the fact that I said Rockets and seven over OKC and stars and six over the or stars and seven over the Avs. Yeah, nobody's talking about that. No one's talking about that. And I did say stars and six over the Golden Knights. You can't Um, you can't keep this up though. You're you're too hot. I'm too hot, man. I'm winning too much money. Yeah, you just hit four from 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 deep in a row. Uh, Who are we hoping for in the East? Islanders, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is kind of the perennial. I'm hoping for the Islanders. Yeah. I kind of, okay, I'm thinking Tampa Bay ahead. Looks, looks strong. Obviously, one of the members of this show is going to have a Stanley Cup to root for, right? Yeah. Uh, old friend of the program, your favorite person, Jay Bone. The Bone Man. Noted Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay guy. Bay guy. The only, he's a fan of the Nang, as he calls it. The Nang. I, I, the Nang. I don't think anybody's calling it that. That's what Jay Bone calls say it. Good luck to stars. closed captioning on that one. <laughs> I'll say this about the stars. <laughs> I'm <done> again. <laughs> If the Golden Knights were to fall to the Stars, I, I have absolutely nothing against the Stars. So I will root for them over whoever they play. That's a departure from your normal position on this. How so? Well, you said last week you're not the guy who roots for the team that beats you to that, go further. That's I'm not, that I'm not rooting for the team that beats the Golden Knights. I just You're rooting for the Stars. I'm rooting for, you know, Dave's a friend of mine. The Stars are a Texas Fair. team. Eh, it's I, kind of a work relationship, honestly. <laughs> no. You know, Stars are a, they're a Texas team. I have nothing against them. If they were from Houston, on the other hand, then I would cool. be rooting against them. They're feeder yeah. leagues here in Austin. I think that that's enough to claim. Texas yeah. Stars are here. Yeah. I probably would have pulled for the Avs. I think uh, they're not. There's nobody on that team that I despise. Like I hated McKinnon, but only because he's just the best so player in good. the league. So not. They're not hateable. They're very good. They're going to be good for a long time. Do you want to say anything about the uh, 24-year-old Finnish? Uh, what do you call him? Finn, Joel, Kivaranta. Toronto is that a, tr- a game seven Hattie? Yeah, you don't see that very often. Stones, the stones on that kid. I watched, I watched like so many different languages call that game winning goal. The Finnish one was by far the most electric because you know the Finns are mm-hmm. they're just wild. Um, that was cool, and I'm hoping he made some money. I mean, I'm sure he's on like whatever minimum because like what this is his first year, right? He got in a handful of games during yeah. the season. Then they brought him back up, and he just comes out with three, including a game winner. Uh, not even his most impressive. His most impressive was the one that tied it up immediately after mm-hmm. the Avs went down and took the lead with like three minutes left. And then there was a near goal before overtime that would have been incredible. Pavelski? Yes, falling in front of the goalie. Yeah. That, that would have been nice. I had flashbacks to Jamie Benn's failed wraparound against St. Louis in game seven uh. from last year and thinking like, okay, it's, it's happening again. But didn't work out that way, so it's nice to be on the right side of one. Um, as far as the Eastern Conference goes, I will definitively say I'm I'm going to root for the Islanders strictly because I think that I was trying to think through any other markets that pull the Pittsburgh have all of our teams wear similar jerseys, and I think the Knicks Islanders are about as close as you get. Granted, there are like seven teams in that market or whatever in New York, but having even two with the same color scheme is a good bit. Is that intentional? 
I don't know if it is or not, but it, you know, uh, I be- they are. Like- I don't know, but I believe that the Mets colors are based oh, on the flag uh, of the New York City flag. So the orange and blue may be a. F- so that may have something to do with the Islanders. Is that oh, weird? Weird? I didn't think about the Mets. So Is that didn't... weird that cities have flags? I learned about the Chicago flag for Chicago's the first week, dope. and it's tight. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I can't identify another city flag anywhere in the world, but Chicago's is dope. I know Chicago's. It might be just because of Big Cat Barstool. Um, mm. I don't know why. Giving that man a lot of credit. That's uh, okay. You know. I know it from TC Flemming, so we can just start just, at and everybody. That's fine. We'll, no, <laughs> we'll get some free free pub. No, there's a there's – Sorry, a, Randy. There's a house on Randy. <laughs> There's a or not a house. There's an apartment on Rainy that this dude. If you, you're walking down every time, these dudes are out there just being chill, bro, dudes, shotgun and beers, and they have a Chicago flag hanging on the balcony every time. I respect it. Do you see them often on Saturdays? Yeah, that's the only time, and generally it's it's only males. Just for the boys. It's, it's usually the lads. Mm. Yeah. At Which, me with your city flag if it's worth seeing. What's Dallas? Is it? It's it looks like a water bill. It's the triple D from the SMU uh, uniforms, but with a three-leaf thing in the middle. SMU uniforms are, are tight. I have to give you Yeah, we should that. talk about that. Oh, you want to talk college football? Let's get into it. Turn it up. I'm going to use that one more. I don't think anybody will care. Yeah, SMU has some of my favorite new uniforms because that's so, like a two- or three-year-old design. I think last year was the first year they wore them, Correct. and it's my understanding they only wear those for games against other teams from Texas. But they wore them like six times last year the because Dallas. they played like North Texas. They played it's uh, TCU. They play a bunch of them, and they, yeah, they they don't say SMU. They just say, they say Dallas, Dallas on the front, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah, it, it's it wasn't set out to be like our only uniforms, only versus Texas teams. It was something that they released, like, hey, we're going to wear these in the game, and then people were like we need to wear those every game because we beat TCU wearing them. They did start what? more on that later. Eight no last year too, um, but. They're absolute flames, and it's a part of this whole effort to, like, claim the city of Dallas as their, you know, we're the team for Dallas, which in general, yeah, I've got mixed feelings on. I love that they're doing it, but, like, if Notre Dame was to do this in Chicago, I know they're not in Chicago close enough, or if Miami was to pull this or whatever, places without other um, uh, teams root for from a college standpoint on a big level, I would probably make fun of them. So I can get if people outside of here are like, SMU is definitely not the team well, I think of with Dallas. I like it because of the recruiting yes. aspect. Because Dallas is obviously a hotbed, DFW, Metroplex, of you know 5A, 6A schools, a lot of talent. SMU is having to compete with TCU and then every other big school in Texas. And uh, i got to give props to uh, son of Coach Samples at the uh, Duncanville Panthers, mm-hmm. Rashad Samples. Mm-hmm. I think he's a, he's a big – I don't know if he's a recruiting coordinator or what his position with SMU is, but he is a big part of that on Twitter. Yeah. On promoting uh, SMU and, and, you know, pushing these videos that say, like, this is where you should go if you're a Dallas kid. Using Dallas based rap groups to promote their stuff. T Man and I had a little back and forth out about that. And they've, they've really embraced DSR, which is a like Dallas group that was big in like the Houston rap days of like early 2000s. And so it hits hard with me. And I'm like, all right, it's great. I'm all in. Here's what I'm all in on. The turnover celebration. The oh. single most Dallas turnover celebration of all time. Club takeaway. The club takeaway, where whoever gets the turnover gets to pop a bottle of champagne, which leads to confetti. There's signs. I mean, I want sparklers. I want bottle service girls. I want the whole thing. And they're only one step behind they that. They popped confetti. 
It's yeah. tight. Club Takeaway. It's lit. Okay. Tell uh, me it's not the most it, Dallas it thing is, possible. It is, it it is extremely I, Dallas. I do like it. I just don't know about pulling it out game one against the Cats, who you're who are huge dogs and who are, you know, score by score right there with you. Man, you're just not about that life, that club takeaway life, Dave. I mean, the stats say they were takeaway, so, you know, you immediately enter club takeaway. I, I, I'm just saying, like, I only pop champagne when I won a championship game. <laughs> so it's just like it seems a little early, game one. No. It, it, okay, it's really weird without fans, even though yes. there were, a, like, what, 7,000 fans, which, hey, here's the joke. Not that different than any other Texas Tech game. Ah, come on. Come on. Mama, there goes that man. <laughs> I will say this. Once we break out, like, cheerleaders in the miniature cars getting, like, uh, overhead passed towards club takeaway, that's where I'll draw the line. We need, like, uh, the dude bringing it out in, like, a stormtrooper outfit or just some <laughs> random costume with sparklers. sparklers. We need sparklers. That's what we really need. And I could just see a night game and all of a sudden, like, you – all of the lights inside the stadium go dark and you've got a strobe light or a, a disco ball or something. I feel like the home presentation of this. I'm looking forward to it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's it's, it's gonna be special. It's a lot. But can we get to the product that's get to the on product. the field? Get to the product. I'll let you speak what, on what it. What was while watching the game from a Texas State perspective, did you ever feel like, oh shit, we could walk away with this one yeah. and everyone's watching? No, I did because we're, Mike and I are in a little group text with uh, Jack Hammer, Dan Register. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I, this is the most exciting Texas State offense that I've seen since Bar- the Barrett Neely years, which very few people will remember, but that's back in, what, 2006, 2007, when we were still D1AA, but we went to the semifinals and should have won that game. Mm-hmm. Oh. Not going to take a shot at Coach Bailiff. The coaching blunder of all time. Yeah, took a knee, played for overtime, even though you had the most electric player in the country. D1AA level, whatever. You're the Vince Young of D1AA is what everybody were calling him. I, I recall. And the the way we were moving the ball, quarterback, Randy, do you mind tossing up uh, Brady McBride? Who my, is, my new favorite player in college football. And as our man uh, Dan Register said on the group chat, the dollar store Johnny Manziel. You know, that's kind of insulting. But kind, kind of good. True. I mean, if you're Texas State, you'll settle for dollar store he, Johnny. Okay, he he is a high-risk, high-reward guy. He is a, a certified uh, San Marcos gunslinger, and I love it. He's gonna he's gonna turn it over on you. They he's also gonna. they also did the thing on the broadcast where he talked about the three quarterbacks he he has patterned his game after and how he looks like all three of those guys. And it was like Brett Favre, uh, Johnny Manziel, Johnny, and then what's the guy with the Rumble? Browns? Oh, uh, Baker Mayfield. and Baker, and uh, they're like he looks like it. And I was like. These What's are four mean? white dudes. I, it, <laughs> that's what I thought of. Maybe I'm the only one. Real quick, does he have the uh, Skirtsinger thing going on? The monochromatic, uh, like a blue eye and a brown eye? Oh. I'm just, and well, maybe the photo, but I'm pretty sure he's got Dylan, that going. Dylan can't help us on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Which I'm sure, it, you know, I'm sure it's not hindering his ability to uh, meet nice young ladies in San Marcos. Or be an absolute trash quarterback. I will say this, that uh, I was not emotionally prepared to to start watching sports and see kids that were uh, inspired by Johnny Manziel and are wearing number two. That's right. uh, Because Manziel liked Cam Newton wearing number two, and I'm like, we're three tiers into a Cam Newton influencer. Right. Like, 
Jeez, man. We're calling him. Johnny's been out of the league for years. Yeah. Cam's on a new team. It's, it's a strange day. I saw where a lot of people were calling him Brady McFootball. <laughs> That's what, like a lot of people on. Like he, He's not even saying. the starting quarterback. Let's, yeah. let's add that in. He's the backup, and we've got all this hey, like push for this cats, guy. Not bad. We not moved bad. the ball at will on the Mustangs. Just admit that. It was not a good game for SMU to start. I will venture to say you will see a lot of, quote-unquote, not good games from a lot of teams who have done meetings virtually, didn't even have in-person meetings until this week, haven't really had an off-season. It's going to happen. Where do you stand on the service academy theory? That any You should just hammer every service academy pick that's playing a regular school just because – they will be way more prepared. Uh, I think that's genius. That is, I'm going to give Dan another gas up. What's on the it. explanation behind that? The theory behind that? I, I don't know if like the, so, the service academies have been engaged this entire time. If there's some kind of, I don't know if they were able to practice more, or maybe they're just more disciplined due to the, you know, the regimen of being in a service academy. Those two points, big, but also theoretically, that service academy game is the only time you're going to play the you know triple option wing T. Uh, option offense, run-heavy offense. So if you're planning your offseason or preparing for your season and you're the defense coordinator, you're not spending a lot of time on 10% of your schedule or whatever it might be. You're going to focus on the rest of it, and in that week, maybe the week before, we'll start drilling what Army does. But now that you've like, wasted like 60% of your offseason, that's gone. Like You don't even have those two weeks for Army. So you you're see, way less prepared. You see – uh, blue blood schools, blue blood programs struggle with service academies yep. often, usually Navy. But, like, yeah, like you said, the triple option. So it does kind of lend itself to me wanting to put big boy stacks on the service academy. I don't hate it. And I didn't think about the fact that they probably remained engaged more so than other schools. That, that's a great point. And I, plus, I support the troops. I don't know about y'all. I, I certainly do, Dave. I was talking As to Mike earlier. Okay, yeah. uh, just to clarify, I wasn't just sure to, where you stood. I, uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I will say, thanks I'll for take allowing the, me the opportunity I'll take to the confirm under. that I do support the troops <laughs> on most other games because I think what happened to SMU here is likely going to happen with other teams. Yeah, I, I'll say a couple things. Though. Sounds like an excuse. It looked like football to me, and that was exciting. I mean, Were you we horny? haven't had. Uh, I I didn't know I was was H for football until I saw it. It it's sort of like pornography. You don't know what's uh, in the good games. Yeah. Any start, you know. Yet. You don't. You don't know what's obscene until, you, but you know when you see it. It's ah, hard to it define. What, to what's prurient, the Supreme Court? The prurient yes. interest. That's exactly which is a right. word. No one's saying they should update that language. Anyway, it was on. It was good. I, I will say this for your Bobcats. Um, they did keep the game close. I was thinking maybe they're going to send this thing to overtime. Maybe they can win this game. They had enough weapons on offense to to keep it interesting. That team is three touchdowns. They're they're at least three touchdowns worse than SMU. SMU fumbled at the one yard line going in for a touchdown. There were some fluky things that happened that kept Texas State back. in the game. SMU was on the on the right side of some penalties for them. Like that that was that was I think both ways. There was a there was that that uncatchable pass interference flag they picked up, which was a bad call. Mm-hmm. That went against the ponies, mm-hmm. but I mean, I, they're, we had a peel back block on like a sixty yard touchdown early in the game. And and it's, these are these are different levels of competition. I mean these. Texas State shouldn't be beating SMU in 2020. That's not the way this works. But I feel like if you watched it and you had a few beers and you didn't really watch it very closely, you're a Bobcat fan and you're like, hey, we kept it close. We only lost by 10. You might wake up today and go, you know, if you watched it again sober, you might go, we, we, we're we not that. We're not 10 we lost points. By seven. 
or seven. Yeah, that's right. The kick, kick field that goal. field goal. Onside kick was, Smart. was well done. Didn't get that second hop, but but I'm glad football's back and the Bobcats back on uh, ESPN again this week. Really? Yeah. yeah. Who we got? Another team. Someone else. Hey, since we were just talking about yeah. it, Army beat Middle Tennessee forty-two to nothing with only twenty-eight passing yards. I love those stats. Every time I see that's it, that's incredible. <laughs> and the and the pass was on accident. <laughs> the player misheard the play. Yeah. <laughs> Bobcats uh, host UTSA this RPO week. that someone you know. I, was, I love thirty-five it. corridor. This is a rivalry. The Roadrunners, right? UTSA? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've played so, a fro- football program for like five years, right? Yeah. Less than that, maybe. The Larry, last Larry note. Cats are bouncing back. The last note I will say about SMU for this week, aside from the fact that we're 1-0, um, is that we would be 2-0 after next week if any of the Horned Frogs could stop mouthing down every AKO that they see on campus because they had to postpone the game due to too many positive tests, which I've thought long and hard about. I won't celebrate this. I'm a little pissed off that it's not going to happen, but – I'll be damned if when we renegotiate when we're playing this game, if we're still playing it in Fort Worth. Like, that's just going to drive me nuts because this was supposed to be in Dallas. Will Gary Patterson still be the coach of the Horned Frogs? Yes, unfortunately so. Because, like, he's got, like, a 50-year Hagar deal with his, like, khakis. And until he runs through all of those, like, we're we're locked in with Gary Patterson and his short or too tall-ass statue. You know, I never thought I'd see the day when a global pandemic would postpone the Iron Skillet. But Sad here we stuff. are. Sad stuff. All right. Let's do stuff people care about. NFL? It's back. Thursday night. By the way, look for something from the Too Much Dip crew and maybe some friends Thursday evening-ish leading up into the game. Maybe a live stream. I'm not Sooner say than that. you we'll think. We'll see about it. Let's just say it can't get here soon enough. Let's say that right yeah. now. Keep your eyes on this feed and follow. another reason to follow us on social media. Right. So You'll we, know because there, uh, there will be some content later this week. We haven't figured out exactly. Be, there where will be, be tent. That's all we can say. We got Texans Chiefs, a rematch of last year's. What was that? That wasn't the second round. Yeah, it was a second round, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Divisional play. Chiefs a nine and a half point favorite at home mm-hmm. in front of a very limited crowd. I don't know exactly how many they're allowing into Arrowhead, but a few, I think. Um. Okay, this is fun. If everybody kind of forgets that the Texans jumped out to that big lead against the Chiefs last year. And then just absolutely collapsed. But that's not, you know, look, a 21-point lead or whatever it was against the Chiefs is, is nothing crazy. They've got the best offense of all time probably. So, uh, yeah, that's I. this snuck up on me. Um, the season? The season. <laughs> yeah. Probably, I think most people are saying that. But, like, legitimately, I we had our fantasy draft, like, last weekend. And then I haven't opened it. And then like everybody was already making free agent moves and wire moves. And I was like, Oh, I got to hop on and check it out. So I'm now fully engaged. Um, I don't expect the uh, chiefs to have any kind of setback. They don't strike me as a team. That's just going to have the super bowl hangover, especially in these uncertain times. They're also bringing back like 22 of their 24 starters or something. Um, they, yeah. they look to be in a very good position. Yeah. I'll say the league is built for parity and teams will catch up. What I am interested in is how many teams begin to try to copycat this, which it takes a certain type of player to do what Andy Reid's done with the Chiefs. But you got to think it's not going to be forever before you see other teams just open it wide and and get going. Like maybe the Cardinals go that route once they you know uh, once Fitzgerald fades to black and 
Uh, one, and I just mean retires uh, gracefully. I know you didn't mean like actually um, die. <laughs> and then you know, once Hopkins gets somebody quicker around him, I'll be interested to see how this changes the league. Christian Kirk. Okay, he did really well for like two <laughs> weeks, so I always pick him up late rounds. Uh, <laughs> was that a an inter, like another way of saying that you think Pat Mahomes is a system quarterback? No, not at okay, all. Okay, I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> I don't want that smoke. You don't, especially with uh, our Twitter followers. Yeah, not at all. That would not enhance uh, I, our followers. I'm pro Mahomes. <laughs> okay. Uh, just a couple notes. Chiefs to have 17,000 people there, and they are the entire league is apparently piping in crowd noise this year yeah. at 70 decibels, which I, I guess is pretty quiet. I don't know. And this will be monitored by the NFL, so it's not – there will be punishments if they go too high. I don't know exactly what this means. I, rumors that this is the first that I sort of read that. about this. How loud is 70 decibels? You know what? At first, when this whole like pumping in crowd noise thing was a thing, I was like, that's so lame and corny, and I don't like it. It really does add to the experience of watching the game on TV, though. Yep. Like, it absolutely does. On TV, for sure. This is The NFL seems to be the first sports league that is piping audio into the, the actual stadium, stadium? which just right. kind of seems weird. Um, I, I I think as a league, yes. I think I think Texas State was doing it on Saturday, though. Hmm. But uh, you have the option of are they going to be playing the audio through the production or in the stadium? And I think in the arena in the bubble that they've started to do crowd noise there. And I think hockey has something on the TV level, but not in yeah. the stadium. So. Just in case you're wondering what 70 decibels sounds like, somewhere around an office environment, a busy highway 50 feet away, or a vacuum cleaner 10 feet away. Okay, what's the office environment? Because that <laughs> seems like the one that does not belong. <laughs> okay. This is, it's just weird. It's That's like, all I'm going to say. This is just kind of annoying. Say it again. They claim 70 decibels is somewhere around an office environment, a busy highway 50 feet away, or a vacuum cleaner 10 feet away. They don't know what a busy highway is. Or what an office? A busy highway, fifty feet away. That's the, loud as shit. That sounds, the that sounds loud. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, like, like just, fucking office <laughs> is just buzzing like this. Like, holy dude, shit. you go out in the bullpen, man. It's just no holds barred. Like, work hard, play hard. It's like a laugh track for a sitcom. Like it, it really does make things funnier on the yeah. show. This will then make things more exciting on the field. It's weird how it works. I think the pumped-in crowd noise has been vital for the NHL. Like, there's been times where I've completely, actually, most of the time, yeah. I don't even think about. Like, was that a big play? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The crowd's reacting. The fake yep. crowd's reacting. Unless that's, that's an art one. form, being able to, to tastefully pipe it in at the right times, like after sure. a big hit or a big save. I didn't realize how much I relied on that to react in hockey specifically. Right. Just because, you know, I can observe it and consume it, but I don't know, okay, shit, that was close, like you're saying, but you hear uh, Kenny Albert and his voice inflection peak up, you're like, yeah. oh, shit, I got to react too. And I'm like, Okay, I almost missed yeah. the play. Those reactions without the crowd to back it up would be—it would just be weird. I catch myself doing the uh, amateur baseball fan. Oh, that's pop fly. Mm. Didn't reach the warning track. And I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, oh, Clowney to the Titans. That, that dropped yesterday. Yeah. Okay. I, he's his career has kind of puzzled me because, like, I mean, everything indicates that the guy's a beast, but it's just. I don't know why he can't stay in one. I place. believe he's only played 16 games once um, since he's been in the league. Minutes restriction. I, I don't load think management. it's – Load management. load. That's what they should do, I'm saying. Oh, sure. We'll see if he if he really moves the needle. You think uh, he'll succeed under that's a, that's a It's a great defense. Vrabel. No, he's a dangerous piece, you'd think. 
dangerous piece. That's what uh, LBGA called. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I mean, the Texans have a tough division. AFC South, no joke this year, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know that you can go through Jacksonville and come out uh, with many dubs this year. So I'm interested to see what happens. We're, we're going with the route of, like, if you don't know who any of our players are, you won't be able to prepare for us. That's true. <laughs> Who's the start? Who's starting? Is it Minshew for sure? Minshew for sure. Okay. Our backup, I don't know his name. They're, they did kept, they, like, a sixth round. Somebody, they Glennon? cut somebody. Was it uh, they it cut was Mike Glennon. Glennon, and they kept a sixth round draft pick to back up Minshew because that's how much confidence we have a in sixth a second round. A second a second year quarterback. Jeez. Wow. JFC. Mm. Um anyhow. That's all I've got on football. I'm excited though. That's all I've got. We got Cowboys Sunday night. Cowboys Rams. Ooh, Sunday night. <laughs> Might have to add that one to the uh, oh, roadcaster. Goodness. All right. Wow. It's just just a re it's a reflex. Uh are we gonna get a new Carrie Underwood in these uncertain times? Uh, in fact, I read that there is a new carry Underwood, and the players will be – they recorded something in not in one location. So Carrie, we'll see how this she works. wasn't cheating re-up on a contract there? What happened? Is it not Carrie? I'm miss no, her. No, it's Carrie. new it's video Carrie. of Carrie. Just, yeah, new song, oh, new, new video. New mm-hmm. Carrie. I thought you meant like a new Carrie, like a new version of her. Nude. I wonder if all of her smoking hot friends are coming over tonight. I just assume she has hot friends. You got to think that a couple of them are at least moderately attractive. Does Monday Night Football still do? Uh, they don't do Hank Williams anymore, do they? They brought they him back. back. They did bring him back. That's good because you know he's never had any like takes or anything <laughs> that have just been um, really out of line. His rowdy friends will probably come over to watch the game. His rowdy friends are the rowdiest. His yeah. rowdy friends are very happy with the current administration. That's <laughs> that's all I want to say. Once that uh, yeah, occurred, you think? Hank was welcome back. <laughs> um, oh wow. Okay. Anything else on the football? No, I so. I, I, we will talk more football than this uh, in the, the in the future. In oh, the week, yeah. Thursday evening. <laughs> oh, or maybe thir- depending on your time zone, Thursday night. All our rowdy friends are staying home because it's COVID, and we got to be safe. That's that's right. All our rowdy friends are staying home tonight. <laughs> all our rowdy friends have COVID tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody, tune in for one thing. God. Let's talk tennis. Turn it up. Did you guys know the U.S. Open was going down? I didn't until uh, Djokovic. I've been dialed. Throated some lady with a tennis ball. I don't know if he throated her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what you would call what happened there, but he did hit her in the throat. Uh, I've watched this video dip. so many times because I, the first like ten times I watched it, I couldn't She's figure okay, out right? what was so egregious about it. She, she like like soccer player did when they get tripped and they like like they got sniped. Man, she, she went, went full down. Ginobili. She went down hard. And was D-Wade, like flailing on the ground. They called it. Well, the Paul, she didn't punch anyone in the balls, the so Paul she didn't Pierce, go D-Wade. But <laughs> the Paul Pierce wheelchair they had to get her out of there because he re- <laughs> isn't that because he crapped his pants too. That's what oh I was. There's gosh. some urban legends around that. Um, have you ever had to get wheelchaired out of a place because you crapped your pants? I haven't. No, that's, that no. would be a new one. You just me. don't think that's the, happened to anybody. In you're this just spot. not leaving the place with those boxers, and you move uh, on with your we've life. We've all done that. So was this an accident or intentional? I think it was. I don't think he meant to hit her. He was so just, out of frustration. He just hit a ball, and it happened to catch her in the throat. Yeah. Okay. And she's okay, as far as we know. So we can we can laugh about it if you're into that. See, to me, and, and look, I do not like Djokovic. I think he's a prick. But to me, the punishment does not fit what he did. But apparently, there's been a precedent set with this. Do you mind if I uh, do you mind if I play audio from it? Hold on. This is actually audio of Djokovic hitting. The- <laughs> 
It seemed, it it seemed it's set. It got DQ. It the it the first bang is the tennis ball on the racket. The second bang is her neck. <laughs> that would seem ball. to me like a like a twenty k fine or something for these guys. Not a elimination. It seems weird, and and I, I I pulled some information on this. There have just been this was considered a notable default, which is the the official tennis term. It's the name of this podcast. There's been five of those since 1963. Okay. So this is not something that happens often. Right. Like it may have happened, but this isn't. This is weird. He was also basically none of the other tennis players anyone's ever heard of are playing in this U.S. Open. So it was his to win. And he's just like this isn't strike two or strike three. He didn't get a warning. He just he lost his temper. He hit a ball. It smashed a woman in the throat. And he's just gone. It's really weird to me. It so is weird, right? Find him. And I also saw that uh, this is. <laughs> Uh, I'll read from uh, ESPN here. The Serbian star violated Article 3, Player On-Site Offenses, Section N of the official Grand Slam rulebook, which deals with, quote, ball abuse. (laughs) Wait, ball abuse? Ball abuse. Okay, but had that ball not struck a woman in the throat, he wouldn't have been eliminated in the way he did. You wouldn't think so. And... But interestingly, because he was defaulted, he'll lose all ranking points earned at the Open, and he won't and he'll be fined all of the prize money won at the tournament in addition to all fines uh, levied with respect to the incident. retire. I would ret- Just fuck quit. Oh, my gosh. Fuck this. What, what, why is Tennessee like, so going to hurt his, it's gonna hurt his rankings, too? Because he, it's, this is just it's weird. This is seems it, like a very unfair punishment. Is it weird because there are no fans here? Like, if he would have acted out and, like, smoked one into the stands, like, we, I feel like we'd be a little bit more okay with him getting fined and tossed and all this. Like just because it hit the one person and there's nobody else around that was at risk, I, just, I feel like I feel, we feel like more of like, oh man, this was a freak accident that her neck was also, in the way. He didn't hit it very hard. Oh, it's, it's like Luca didn't throw the ball at that ref very hard, but I wa- it was a I'm findable wa- offense. I'm walking this off. If I'm the woman, I mean, it's. Well, if I'm her, I'm suing. I'm suing Djokovic. Yep. I'm suing the U.S. Tennis Association. I'm suing the uh, tennis Billie ball Jean maker, King tennis national center, whatever the places they're get playing ESPN it. on that list. Oh, ESPN, everybody, everybody's getting named. I'm getting paid. We're settling out of court for an undisclosed amount, and I'm balling. I'm drinking bala juice. I'd like for to the say ball the ball abuse. <laughs> like to say the lady that we fully, as a podcast, as an entity, wholeheartedly support her cause and appreciate her for everything. So we are not liable in any way for slander. But no, <laughs> ball Whatever. Whatever. There's no exposure there. Which, <laughs> have you ever done ball abuse? You have, you have guys in other sports like like baseball and hockey. You snapping sticks and all this shit out of frustration. Yeah, but he's not throating. Comparatively Your so. Not lying. Comparatively so, this is not a big deal. Was he trying to hit it into the empty stands, like knowing that there's nobody up there? Like, I, I don't think. I think he was just, just trying, trying to hit, hit it against the wall, and the yeah. woman was standing there. Is this a classic case of I, she shouldn't have been standing there? Uh, maybe. I also feel like at least once a year we get a viral clip of a tennis player just like loses cool and hit the ball into the upper deck. And I never, if I've never heard of a guy being ejected or being charged with ball abuse. <laughs> I like that there's an article. It's a cause and effect. An article three of getting the ejected. Constitution of tennis. <laughs> I, I hope to never be charged with ball abuse, just for the record. If she was wearing something else, she probably wouldn't have got hit. Oh. <laughs> I don't take any credit for that one. Oh, Strike man. that from the record. Um, yeah, I don't really. Uh, I, I was I, The only views I've seen on Twitter have been just trash. 
Why why was there not a better camera? I think or someone I was, was filming with an iPhone or something. That's what it looks like. Yeah, what what is this? Why is it is a Pruder film of uh, Djokovic <laughs> throwing something? <laughs> wow. It's JFK We're going all back. presidential Sick. today. Sick. JFK. Historians. We, we do know it's Labor Day, not President's Day, right? Oh, oh it is. Come on, KJ. Damn it. It's also in the bub day. You want to talk some b-ball? That's what I call oh, basketball. Yeah. Everybody tuned in for this. Turn it up. Told you I'm going to run that back. Lakers Rockets. We've got two series. Okay. Lakers Rockets. Everybody watched it, right? Or at least a minute of it. Yeah. Doesn't matter. LeBron, LeBron was not having that. Game one, Russ was talking all that shit. They booty, were. Booty chatter. It was it was a lot. Russ was talking shit to the friends and family section. <laughs> there are like fourteen families here and thirteen kids. Yeah. A bunch of children. And he's just mfing everybody. <laughs> they haven't seen their dads in two months. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was great. Come on, Russ. Yeah, uh, I still think this is going to be a long series. But uh, last night, I have to say, it, even though I'm not a Lakers guy, it was cool seeing LeBron take over a quarter. And do it on both ends. He, I swear to God, I've never seen a ball, uh, uh, a shot blocked so violently and far. Le- what LeBron did on on Russ to last Russ, night yeah. was absurd. Knocked out the bubble. I really did. And you kind of hurt. You could hear a little off mic. Get that shit out of here. Which I'm always a fan yeah. of. I like cussing. Yeah, LeBron just. There was a four minute period in the fourth quarter where he just took over the game, and there's nobody else that can do that. Yeah, basketball is it was one, impressive. One sport I enjoy watching more with no with no crowd. Because you could, like, pick up stuff like that. Yeah. The mic picks up what they're actually saying, and it's pretty entertaining. I would be fine if they did away with the digital fans. It's officially distracting me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm not, not, a, not I did get a couple of shots of, like, a guy sitting in a bathrobe, and that, that threw me off. I stopped watching the game. I was like, eh, or not stopped watching, but it, it distracted from the game. So I, I, I'm fine if they just threw the cheerleaders and graphics up or something. Yeah. If you if you bring your dog or do even the most minor bits into your digital fandom, they will put you on TV. Mm. That is a given. Well, there's a great piece in Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter okay. today, about what it's like to be a digital fan. This will only enhance you know? his, his followers. Well, because I wrote the newsletter, Dylan. It went out but today. Have you been a digital <laughs> fan before? No, but it's someone else wrote about it, and I, I oh. curated it. I, ah. It's part did of the newsletter the, did experience. You do the block quotes where you just yeah, there's block quotes. A block quote, then a line about like, a good oh, block great quote. quote. I mean, we don't have to talk about Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter here, but you guys can check it out. Subscribe now. Available wherever you find my social media. Link in bio. Russ was terrible last night. He's had some stinkers, man. He had a stinker against OKC. He kind of admitted it last night, too. Yeah, he said he's kind of lost out there. He just said he's running around. Uh, It's probably because he's playing in a Mike D'Antoni offense. And he's, you know, coming back from injury. He, he, uh, the quote that I, or the stat I saw from Kirk Goldsbury, uh, said that out of 77 players to take 30 or more jump shots during the playoffs, Russ is last. And he is 10 out of 38 on jump shots. So he's still taking jump shots and he's still terrible at them. Mm. It's interesting to see these teams finally play one another whenever the Rockets, um, sent, what is his name? What's their big that they sent to Atlanta? Clint Capella. Capella. Clint Capella. Uh, shipped him off to Atlanta and basically said, we're going with nobody over 6'10 on our entire roster. I guess, you know, uh, isn't Tyson Chandler on their bench? He is. Uh, he has not seen a minute of time, right. to Which my knowledge. Which is strange to me that they didn't bring him he out like, against better. Boban or something. But Or I guess they didn't play Boban uh, against um, uh, Stephen Adams. Yes. But uh, 
when they said we're going smalls and the only power, you know, only big player we're basically rolling out is PJ Tucker at like six seven, six eight, six six listed, I think. It is. It's just bizarre to me that it's working, and seeing their shot chart where it's just nothing but either layups or you know near the rim and then beyond the three point line is just incredible. That it's it's interesting. I, I don't want this to turn into every other team in the league, basically. No, and I don't think it will. But to his credit, PJ Tucker did shut down AD in Game One, mm-hmm. and that's a dude. AD looks soft in Game One. Like, what is what is he doing? Like, I mean, I know he can shoot, but like, you're a physical presence. You got to play around the basket. PJ, I hate thick. to go full Shaq there, but PJ yeah. is thick. He is listed at six five. He's having a great so series. He's, he's a solid six three. <laughs> exactly. He, he's he's thick though. He's a thick boy. He can barely dunk. Barely. He's got to really get up. He can, he can get rim though. Sure, sure. But Jesus. Um, <laughs> I had another point. I don't know what my point was. But whatever. I, I still think the Lakers take that, but it might go seven. I would love to see a, a Harden v. LeBron game seven. The Rockets are just – I mean, I'm, we're not covering any new ground here, but the amount of threes they shoot, their variance from game to game is just so wacky. Like, they could lose game three by 40 points and come back and win game four by 20. Mm-hmm. and you can't even be in a little bit surprised. So weird, weird thing is they were hitting their threes last night. That's what kept them. Yeah, in the and game. they did That hit, should have been a twenty. Point and they game. didn't hit threes in game one. So yeah. who knows? They're they are the weirdest. Uh, Lakers. I kind of like some of the defenses they were throwing out there at Harden. Kind of, and obviously he was throwing off uh, Russ enough to where he was a non-factor. But uh, you had Giannis go down. Milwaukee. They somehow pulled that out. I was kind of hoping. I, not that I'm. I wasn't rooting for a sweep, but I was like, let's just let's get this over with. They're, they're not coming back. Giannis probably doesn't play. I don't know if anything new has come out has come out on that, but I don't see why they would play him. You don't want to jeopardize your young star. It looks so much worse in the series for them to drop down to three zero. But knowing that at least one of those games, like, was really fluky in the ending. Again, it doesn't matter when it's three zero, but the play in the games certainly could have said that this should have been a two to, you know two one series in which maybe Giannis doesn't play yesterday at all and if they pull that out and it's two two like things are a lot different again that's that's you know fantasy land here but I think the bucks are going to walk away from this even if they lose four two and just get absolutely ripped and then everyone's going to start speculating about what Giannis is going to do Dude, they were doing that already man yeah and it's like talking about okay he's a lock to go to Miami and I, I don't know that that full that tells the real story I think it's more narrative than facts can we talk about Jimmy Butler because mm-hmm. I fucking love, love Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, Butler. he's so put tight. Jimmy Butler on my team dude is just he's just a pit bull he's so cold-blooded I love it Talking about guys yelling at, at family members. I mean, he is just out there talking shit all the time, backing it up, getting the ball. Like he's he's awesome. He's he may not be the most skilled player or the best player, but he plays like he's the best player in the world, and I I love it. Also, is not afraid to say what's on his mind, which I love about him. Hundred percent. I'm a big I'm a big Butler guy as well. And, God, and, and don't tell me for a second that Miami can't beat Boston or Toronto because and they might be favored to do that. Once they do get past Milwaukee. They're built well. This whole playoff run by the Heat has definitely given me a new level of respect for Spolstra. Because it would have been very easy to draw up his career to say, you know what, he benefited from having a ton of megastars around, which, yeah, there's talent and being able to like keep their head in the game. But Spolstra might be one of the best coaches. You know, I'd say top ten for sure, but maybe top five coaches in the league, given the production that he's getting out of all of these players. And – 
who the hell is Tyler Hero? Just uh, swag daddy. Miami has a number of um, head-scratching guys. I mean, like, obviously, everybody knows Drogic. Bam Adebayo is pretty popular. I mean, he's an all-star. Yeah, but Duncan like... Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson is one. Yeah. How he's not a spur, I don't understand. He does put off spur <laughs> vibes. That's well, a I great mean, point. He has, he's named after the two greatest spurs of all time. Twin Towers, man. Yeah. Can they, mm. can they call him that? Yeah. Sure does. it's not very... You can't say that anymore. <laughs> yeah, 9-11. Yeah, that happened. No, the careers Terrorist are over. Attack. That's why. Oh. Yeah, they're, they're retired now. <laughs> Controlled demolition of their careers. <laughs> he like wasn't even a standout in college, and he's he's just knocking down threes in the NBA. Man. Where's he from? Wasn't he like a D three? Was he the dude from the D three school? I think so. Yeah, could he be went wrong. to a random tryout in. Um, yeah, he's twenty six. He played he Division three at Williams College and then transferred display. to Michigan for one year. Oh, okay, and played like as a senior at twenty four, and is now. 25, oh, did he cross pass with Trey Burke? I don't think so. Okay. And then Iguodala's on their bench, which Iguodala away from the Warriors, I am not a fan of. Because Iguodala talks nonstop, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, th- I forgot he even ended up there. He kind of unceremoniously got in, got out of Memphis. He did the exact opposite of what Chris Paul did in Oklahoma City. He got there yeah. and said, I don't want to be there. Chris Paul said, I don't want to be here. And then he bought in and drug that team to game seven against the Rockets. To Chris Paul's credit, I don't like Chris Paul, but I loved how well and he bought in. I was I was rooting for Chris Paul. I ended up liking him. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I, he's one of the more dick punchy guys out there. He's punchy. He's the dick punchiest. Yeah, but he is a fucking baller, man. Um, Boston, Toronto. Yeah, that was that's going to be a fun one. We we were actually at Bob's watching it, kind of from our table in the bar. When uh, steak flex, who hit that? Yeah, not the flex, but we did. Uh, Randy ordered a T-bone. We got a steak off. T-bone. Who hit that three? Was that Landry? I can't remember who hit that. The which game uh, which game? The game uh, game two of Boston Toronto. It was game three, actually. Yeah, Lowry. Lowry. Yeah. Why did I say Landry? Mm. I'm always thinking of Landry. I was tech kids. Shouts. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a, a pick in that series. Toronto's. Toronto's still like I. I guess I never really appreciated how good they really were. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're doing this without Kawhi. Uh, Clips Nugs. I think I boldly said that the the Clips were playing like an unbeatable team, and then the Nugs just put it on them the other night. Kawhi had like his worst game in the playoffs. Yeah, didn't score in the far, fourth quarter, which is shocking because no one has been able to stop him. But I fully expect them to run off three in a row. No offense to Denver. Jokic, uh, Jokic, the Joker, is questionable for Game Three. With a sprained left wrist. Did he throw wrist. someone too? Not that I know of, <laughs> but I wouldn't rule it out. Okay. Did you guys watch any golf? Um, no. No. <laughs> I turned it on, saw that DJ was up very comfortably on Sunday, and I was like, that's all I need to know. Well, the, the tournament finishes today. It's a Friday through Monday Labor Day special. It is. Well, nevertheless, but DJ yes. was up comfortably on Sunday. <laughs> I guess this Sunday is not a Sunday, but you know what I mean. Well, he's got a four-shot lead. Uh, I think Xander just teed off. He's at 15. DJ's at 19 under. Eh, it, I mean, I it's over. I'll tune in to see, but DJ's on a tear. I, where, where are they playing? Atlanta. East Lake, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just never sure DJ's not going to choke. I'm just going to say that. He's up four strokes right now. At, they're through one. I just, until he... Stomp some people out, and and you I know still he's think done that it. After, yeah, I was gonna say, when's the last time he had like a? Well, he he 
he didn't play great down the stretch last week, even though he got to the playoff and lost. And I, he stomped people out and won by 11 the week before that. But we'll see if this thing is close within a stroke going to 17 or 18. I'm watching. I like Xander. The leaderboard looks great. JT, Morikawa, Rom. Yeah. But it's DJs to lose, obviously. Yeah, not much on this. Tour championship. That's, that looks great for his resume. He's already a Hall of Famer. But this is good. As golf idiot, can I ask one question of you fellas? You're probably not going to get the right the answer. concept yes. and or like structure of the Tour Championship versus like the FedEx Cup and like all of these like I feel like it's very NASCAR Sprint Cup race. Like we're trying to add in a, a championship to something that doesn't need it, although there's money there to be had. So like what do you guys look at aside from the number of majors won within a calendar year? Does this hold any – importance no. to you no it was given more when um i mean like what when tiger won last year's tour championship or 2018 excuse me that i was like okay do i need to give more cred to this uh no it's just it's just like a way for them to it's a huge payday mm-hmm. it's it's quote playoffs is this um, the same as the FedEx Cup, or is no. it different? No, no, no but it's like, a part I'm a, of it, right? I, I put yeah. my weight into the FedEx Cup. It's a part it's like of accumulation it. of like success throughout the entire. But it season. is confusing to KJ's point. There's just I, too there's too many championships. I, the I fact agree. that you're asking this question, you casual golf fan, like that means it's too confusing. Because then, from my understanding, you also don't have to play every tournament in said playoff, which I get this year's different because it's you know everything's sequential. But like you wouldn't have to play every every tournament in the playoff and still be eligible to advance and or remain in or win, basically, which is funky in my head. I'm like, if you want to add value to it, like this needs to be a pressure cooker for like four straight weeks. Well, did you know that it's is a, a competition that's sponsored by FedEx? Were you aware of that? That's what the so. Wikipedia notes. I was going to give you some adjusted rules, and maybe this will help. Maybe it won't. But the tour adjusted the rules um, in each of the two years after its introduction in 2007. Because they thought it sucked two years in a row. Yeah, it was just so there's like I can't even give you like how you qualify for it. You get points, and Eh. I think that's a weird deal. And I'm I'm gonna give a lot of bad intel, so I'm not even gonna say. I I think that answers the question. I'm obviously am trying my best to stay engaged. PGA, which we'll talk about here in a second, helps Um, that, and that I've realized that uh, Jonathan Davis and his band got together, and they're also into corn. Or into golf too, so yeah. Follow the I'm leader. On, I'm on board with uh, the. Is uh, that a golf uh, reference? Uh, whatever the Corn Ferry Tour is, I'm I'm learning this thing. We, uh, I I did I zoned out and I I knew where you were going with that and I I cannot believe you just worked in a corn reference into the golf talk. Yeah, I mean that was that's that's low hanging fruit. I, I did like. not know that follow the leader was about uh, being a part of the gallery at the Masters. <laughs> it is. It's very difficult to do. Changes the Anyhow, whole. It's about the meaning. patrons. Yeah, the patrons. The but I got my question answered, so thank you. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to DJ. I'm happy for him. Get paid. Get that money. Let's do some quick dips. Authentic wins the Kentucky Derby. Micah, your thoughts. I love horse racing. Did okay. not know it was a Kentucky, Kentucky. Wow. Dude. Kentucky Derby weekend until I saw the the winner flash across my screen when I was watching football. Mm-hmm. Not as much fun uh, without, without the crowd. Without the hats it, and the mint juleps and uh, the fancy suits yes. and all that. Normally the, the first pageantry. the first Saturday in May, obviously, and, and moved. But really weird watching this in a totally empty thing because yeah. that's a great TV show, especially like you have on in the background, even if you don't care. 
just to see all the hats and the well, people that's, drinking. That's all and fun. That's fun. It's good. You get this two was of racing at the end. This of it was, was just a horse cooler. race. Yeah, and uh, I'm not a, a big on betting the horses. Authentic one. Did you see any of the pre-race or anything? We had on the background on Saturday. Was Johnny Weir and Tara? They Zinsky they were not there. They're there? my favorite part. Okay, generally. then that's, that's all. The of, that's all in there. In. Yeah. Lipinski, not Kaczynski. Do they have uh, the drip on, on Weir? <laughs> the Unabomber? He stays dripping. Hey, um, do they have a podcast? I Wait, don't know. I'd probably listen the horses? To no, not the horses. Nay. Tara, <laughs> Tara and Johnny. They're probably talking about figure skating, which just doesn't sound too interesting to me. Just Boom. About pop culture. Full circle. Johnny Weir, Dancing with the Stars contestant. This season? Yeah. Boom. With Carol Baskins. Stars over my head. Dude, Carol Baskins, <laughs> sick Carol Baskins. <laughs> Dude, Joe Exotic. Hey, you think he'll get pardoned by Trump? Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Uh, hey, let's check out our esports segment. Warzone glitch, it says here. KJ. Yes. Can you give Fill us an explanation? In. You're esports correspondent today. The uh, map of Verdansk is uh, quite wide, quite large. Uh, you can spend an entire 30-minute game and not see the other side of the map unless you utilize uh, one of like four or five vehicles. And apparently there's a glitch that will essentially wreck the entire game for 150 players um, that was brought Sad. on by the, by the vehicles. Now, I don't know how you would have enacted the glitch. I've seen like the results of it, and I didn't pay too close attention when it was going on. Um, but they their solution while they're fixing it was to take out all of the vehicles in the game, which if you've played Warzone, again, it dramatically affects the... Uh, Wait, currently there are no vehicles? There are no vehicles, so there's no reason to carry around a rocket. Okay, the other day I was playing, and I, I was driving the... Uh, what's it called? The Trek? What's it? One of the, one of the vehicles. The you, open, yeah. open air one. Okay. And I smoked some dude, and immediately the I got I got booted from the game. That it, might have been a part of it. Okay. I I never saw it in action. So if that was it, then that's oh, pretty. What if, uh, what if you're patient zero? Because glitch. Usually, if I'm gonna like lose a connection, I'll start like it. I'll show signs yeah. up before I actually get booted. Some lag. But I just I just it just shut down. It was weird. It's uh, it was interesting to play the game without it because again, you're not carrying around rockets, so it renders people like myself and you know. Front of the pod, Klein, um, completely useless because <laughs> that was the only thing we brought to the table was uh, being good drivers and Big shooting rocket rockets. Uh, but also, if you were to drop in outside the circle and not be paying attention, you're effed. You're toast. You're completely effed because you need you're that to gassed. get to the circle. So uh, it's a big deal, but as the people who make Warzone Activision and all of them, Infinity Ward, uh, I believe it is, they are very good about being on top of this shit. So they took the, the cars out. I'd venture to say it'll be back by Thursday or something. I don't know. Did they throw out the baby with the bathwater? No. Okay. No. I just wanted to use that in a sentence. What? Did they throw out the baby with the bathwater? That would be shutting down oh. the entire game. But I, heard, I do like that. You ever heard that too. saying? Uh, no, but. I'm surprised it, you weren't familiar with that. It makes sense, but I've never heard it. It's well, kind of an old, old Texas thing. Washing Texas kids in bathwater. LBJ used to say it quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, hey, check us out on Twitch, Washed Media on Twitch. We're doing Fall Guys this week. We're doing Fall Guys. I think I'm the only one who hasn't played it. I'm going to go in completely. I'm I, not going to practice or anything. I've played two games of it. I played one game by myself and then one game, and your son, Dylan, it was better than me. Parks did, and I played did he, uh, pre Advance at all? Uh, neither of us advanced, okay. but he was closer to advancing than I was. What a guy. What's your take on uh, the PGA game? 
Um, I feel like this is good open form for that. I feel like it is a fun game to play multiplayer. It is fun to hop on on like a Friday or Saturday during <laughs> a global pandemic if you're not really doing anything. And, you know, crack some beers and play like a scramble or an alternate shot. There's different formats. Uh, it, the game hasn't changed that much. They they The previous iteration of it, I think it was like the golf club. I used to play it. It was like a 2019 version. Graphics are similar. There's some more course options. Like you can go play Riviera. I played Sweeten's Cove uh, the other day, which is cool. Um, is that the girl from Full House, Jody Sweeten? That's her. Okay. Yeah, nice. it's her home I'd course. I play her Cove. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but it it's fine. It's not it's it's not Tiger Woods. Nothing will ever be Tiger Woods. But it, it scratches the itch. That's the only way I can, gotcha. I can say it. But, yeah, check us out. I twitched it on Friday. I'm probably going to start twitching it every Friday. Um, and then, yeah. When are we twitching? Tomorrow's fall, guys? Tomorrow's fall, Tuesday. Guys. Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. Fantastic. You want to get H? Let's get H. When my team wins a big game, it's good. But when my team doesn't win the big game, you better look out, Buster. I'm a loose cannon. This is not good at all. The horny report. <laughs> What's everybody H for this week? I think I can guess Dylan. I'm going to stick with what I've been horny for um, the last couple of weeks, which is playoff hockey. I would love to say Texas football, but they're playing UTEP, and I can't really get excited for that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to stick with, with uh, my, my Golden Knights playoff hockey against your stars. A lot of people are saying uh, – Game two tomorrow. I, I said that weird. A lot of people are saying uh, UTEP's a trap game. <laughs> no one's saying that. I, I have no I've idea. I've seen some chatter. UTEP – they have a surprising game every now and then. If you could go back and keep Bouchel and get rid of Ellinger. Absolutely not. You're out of your mind. Absolutely not. Enjoy Ellinger 224 is, passing yards. Ellinger is 10 times the quarterback <laughs> the noodle arm Bouchel is. I don't. I thought he had a good arm. His dad's no, Steve Bouchel. Does, that doesn't mean he has a good arm. <laughs> he has the, one of the all-time great Texas Ranger third baseman, no. not named Adrian Beltran. Ellinger doesn't have a huge arm, by the way, but it's better than Bouchel's. It's public information, but I don't think it's been discussed here. Uh, but fun fact about uh, Shane Bouchel, he was a post-vasectomy kid. Really? Shocking. Oh, yeah. This is this miracle is a well-known child. fact. Yeah. yeah that miracle child. He's the miracle so child. He, it was meant to be. Look, Steve, I've, I've Steve's the, got that alpha C. I have nothing against a kid. <laughs> I just don't want him quarterbacking my team. Dude, imagine having so much testosterone that you're able to yeah. just oh. completely go around whatever tube has been sniffed and still – that's amazing. Shout out to him and his high T. Overcome the laws of science. Must oh, be he nice. definitely overcame it. Yeah. <laughs> Micah. Uh, I'm going to do something I've never done before on this podcast. We've This is episode eight. The first seven H reports have been uh, for pro hoops. This week, it's pro football. Mama, there goes that man. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Your boy is going to be cooking some brats or something, some sausage. I will be drinking domestic light beer, and I will be watching seven hours of commercial-free football. Red Zone is back, baby. Ooh, Red, Red Zone, Zone now available on YouTube TV. about to say the same thing. Wow. I got the notification, and I immediately copped. Immediately. Wow. Yeah. Don't even think twice about that. Free? No. Ten bucks? I think it's ten bucks. A month. Last year, it was... But it's all, it also gives you NFL Network. Did the company pay for your Red Zone? No. Could argue. NFL Network was free, but Red Zone, ten bucks a month. Right. Right. Without question, I'll well, do it. Last year, AT&T U-verse, uh, dropped the Red Zone channel, so I spent the whole season streaming it Dude, illegally same. on Reddit, and it actually worked pretty well. I didn't stream it. I just went without it, and it was it was miserable. Uh, I, I cannot imagine. Oh. So, I, I actually, before I get too H for that, I should make sure I can cop an illegal stream this year. 
<laughs> if only you knew help. people with YouTube TV that could add you to their family and you could you know, maybe watch YouTube TV. See about it. But uh, so you're just H for the whole week I, of football. No, it's not in that. Okay. I'm just ready for the first Sunday. I now have a puppy, as you guys know. Uh, shouts to Charlie the dog. You can see her on my Instagram at Michael Weiner. But I've I've waited. I've just really been excited to watch have a lazy ass Sunday with my puppy. Gotcha. And that's what we're getting on Sunday. I'm gonna start calling you Jumbo. I'd like that. <laughs> KJ, I will go five strong horse heads. Uh, excited for Jags Colts, baby. Minshew oh, Magic okay. is back. <laughs> I, this this Jay, is the okay. this is the spot in which I was ready for the iron skillet, but again, it's horn frogs couldn't keep their digits out of the deltas, and uh, here we are. Wow, wow, just too much mosting, <laughs> too much mosting at Amon Carter or whatever. <laughs> uh, okay, who's uh? What's the matchup? What are we looking at there? So we got Colts. So we got Philip Rivers, Gardner Minshew. Oh my God! I completely forgot. Feel the excitement. So Philip Rivers is the starter. Who's his backup? Um. Somebody who probably won't see the field. The guy who is one of his twelve year. kids. I don't know. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett is still on the. Is roster. he still there? Okay, yes. then Brissett for sure. Okay. Brissett. Yep. We didn't even talk about Fournette to the Bucks, but that oh, happened. Hell. Not that I care. Um, for me, it's Dallas Stars hockey playoff hockey. I'm yeah. riding this wave as long as it'll go. Fantastic. Just enjoying it. The game seven. My one of my favorite all time sports moments. Man, just just fun. Having fun with it. Not gonna let it tear the pot apart. I'm not gonna get personal sure. with Dylan. I might chirp him a little bit on the Twitter, but I will ignore you. Well, you did ignore wager. me. I, you know, I was more of a, I was chirping their Twitter feed. I wasn't mad at you. It wasn't, it wasn't like you took a shot. Well, you me. side texted. I, did, I didn't want to engage. You side texted Ooh. me. You side slacked me. I didn't side anything. Him. <laughs> side smack you if you keep going though. Oh fuck. <laughs> no, come on, man. Randy, you seeing this? I don't know. I just saw Micah look at Randy like Randy did something. Okay. I was just making sure Parks wasn't listening to his father promise violence against Dave. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> his son literally beats me up every time he sees me. Dude, so. he, it, Parks likes to come to my defense about stuff. It's actually pretty, pretty funny, pretty cute. Yeah, much to don't don't hurt my daddy. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna hurt your dad. All right, let's run it back. Hope you're ready for that. I am. Hello, and welcome to Run It Back. This is the segment in which we discuss the things that we've previously discussed let's start from the top today what a great segment lbj is micah's favorite president and lbj was also his name in college dave kyle park and alexis texas were quite the trio in college didn't know each other really oh, yeah just want to say that she doesn't know who i am y'all, y'all y'all got a lot together oh, i don't think privately lbj <laughs> lbj called his unit jumbo and he demanded a tailor alter his pants because quote as dave said his balls was hot. <laughs> Dylan ignored the haters from Dallas. Mm-hmm. He's also, quote, got the fever. Oh, baby. Randy got a Twitter notification. That's <laughs> <laughs> big for him. The Golden Knights social media team is the Carol Baskin of the NHL. Oh, I, that was mine. That was a little editorial note. Uh, at KJ with your city's flags. Yes. Dave only pops champagne when he's winning a championship game. Did I say that right? Right. Worse right. than. <laughs> that was okay. Okay, sorry. Uh, many people are calling Texas State's new quarterback Brady McFootball. Uh, KJ does not think that Pat Mahomes is a system quarterback. Hank Williams Jr.'s Hank Williams Jr.'s rowdy friends are quite rowdy. 
Djokovic throated some woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> Saw it. No one in the squad has ever been wheelchaired out of a place for crapping themselves. <laughs> what happened on this show? Um, if this happened to Dave, the throating, he's suing everyone and drinking bala juice for the ball abuse. Right. <laughs> Golf keeps changing the rules. Johnny Weir stays dripping. When asked if the Derby horse has a podcast, Dylan says, nay. <laughs> ah, come on. There are no vehicles in Warzone at the moment, rendering KJ and Klein totally useless. Shane Bouchelle's dad is Steve Bouchelle, who has, quote, that alpha T. KJ is a, is five strong horse heads. H, or Jags Colts, baby. And Parks literally beats up Dave every time he sees him. Yeah, it's a problem. He walked in here, and the first thing he said is, is Dave here yet? He just wanted, he wanted Dave to catch that smoke immediately. He wants a piece. He wanted to set the tone. I heard him say Venmo, you, his, your lunch money. It's pretty wild, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know how this would. Maybe you're letting him play all these violent video games and stuff, and I think it's really becoming a problem for me, mainly. Well, we'll see about it. Okay. Uh, anything else? Good pod. That was fun, Good man. Monday, Labor Day pod. Good People are going to like this. Good pod. It was a wild one. Watch this space. Watch these <laughs> socials, because we've got more content coming this week. You say watch the space? Watch this space, yeah. Okay. That's a weird way of putting it, but sure. You know, Dylan claims that his ranch has the best view of stars in the state of Texas. It's true. Wow. He said this well, earlier. Thanks for the invite, man. It's strategically uh, placed between... Uh, the Big Dipper and... He no. also does He hates constellations. We covered this. Yeah, constellations. You can mirror some high skin ends, no. if you will. It, it's a good wow. place to watch. To I, that sounds great. One. Yeah. I'll explain why after this. It's, it's, not, it's not huge. Okay, cool. Holiday pots hit different. Ooh, yeah. Thank you for your labor. We'll see you guys Thursday. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. Mama, there goes that man.